0: Welcome to Property Talk from Louise's Lounge. My name is Louise Heatley and I'm Managing Director of Exclusive Links Real Estate. With all the 17 years in the real estate industry, I know a few things and I know a few people. And through our podcast series, I look forward to sharing with you some insights into the Dubai real estate market, some interesting topics, some guest attendees, and it's also an opportunity for you to meet some of our team. On today's episode, we have Nita Maru, who's a UK qualified solicitor and the founding and managing partner of TWS legal consultancy, DMCC. An established law firm offering services, including DIFC wills, DIFC foundation, matrimonial, property managers and more. The firm's mission is quite simply to offer peace of mind to her clients and protection for their families and their assets in the UAE. Nita holds a legal consultancy license from the government of Dubai Legal Affairs Department and the Rulers Court in Dubai. So thank you so much, Nita, for joining me today on the couch and sharing us all your knowledge. Um, so there's some, been some recent changes in the wills. So does this mean expats still have to register wills here for all their assets locally? Despite the new reforms that have been announced in the last two years, Mm. I strongly believe and feel that it's very, very important for an expat in this jurisdiction to have a will as evidence of their intentions. And there are several reasons for that, and uh, I'll share some of them. Firstly, if you have children, it's very, very important to specify in in a will, um, who you wish to have as your permanent or temporary guardians. Um, If you own property here, as UAE law applies to real estate um, in this jurisdiction, it's very important to specify where and to whom you want that asset to go to. Mm. With a will, uh, you have the freedom to distribute your assets as you wish. So if you want to make specific gifts to a beneficiary or to a charity, You can do that with a will. What I feel uh, is very important about having a will in this jurisdiction particularly is that from a practical point of view it's very important for the courts uh, to be able to see and use a will which is um, written in black and white it's valid and it's got All your intentions in there Mm -hmm. so that they can deal with the administration or the execution of that will Mm -hmm. with ease it makes it easier if they know specifically and they see it written Mm -hmm. down what (coughs) you wanted exactly Um, and what I would say is that uh, with a will which is evidence of your uh, intentions it's in black and white this would avoid family disputes, mm. uh, costly court battles and delays. Mm. And ultimately, it gives you peace of mind. Yeah, for sure, and, yeah. and the family's protection, as you say. What are the options for wills in the UAE? Well, so for non-Muslims, I would say that are, there are two main options. And firstly, you've got the DIFC wills. Uh, and that regime was introduced in May 2015. Oh, yeah, it's and the in, The intention behind the DIFC wills regime, or the registry, was to allow non-Muslims the freedom to distribute their assets as they wish. It's based on common law principles similar to that of England and Wales. You could have a will. uh, It's prepared and drafted in English. Uh, the criteria would be you have to be above the age of 21 you have to be a non-muslim and we could draft a will a DIFC will for you for your assets uh, in the UAE you don't have to be resident here so you could live abroad so during the COVID time uh, and even now we we take instructions and we draft and register wills virtually um, for expats that are living abroad Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of international investors are buying here so we're we are helping them with uh, drafting their DIFC wills as well it's more for their real estate assets yes for their real estate assets and also uh, what I would say is that there are different types of um, DIFC wills but the common will that we prepare is the full will Mm -hmm. and that covers all your assets and can also cover the aspect of guardianship as well. The other option is the Abu Dhabi uh, will which is a will that's prepared in English and in Arabic and um, that was introduced a few years ago by the Abu Dhabi judicial department uh, as well. Okay, is there a difference in cost for people? Is there quite a difference between registering an Abu Dhabi will as a DIFC will? Yes, uh, there is a difference in the fees for sure, and the fee for registering an Abu Dhabi will is a lot lower than the DIFC. Over the years, uh, I'm always asked about why the fee for the DIFC wills registration is quite high, but my answer to that would be well, system uh, of executing and enforcing the DIFC will um, it's tried and tested mm. uh, the DIFC wills work mm. uh, there is certainty of judgments uh, and there are precedents now through the courts um, that the wills do work and actually the probate fees uh, are front loaded in the DIFC fee as a firm I can speak um, for ourselves at TWS, we mm. have handled um, and enforced a number of uh, DIFC wills through the courts, so I know that the wills work. Okay. Do so you do either? You do Abu Dhabi will registration as well and DIFC yes, wills? Yes, we do, we do both. Uh, and just coming back to the uh, the the fee uh, aspect of the DIFC uh, will, um, what I would say is that. The cost, uh, so the cost of registering a single DIC will um, would be 10,000 dirhams, and for a couple it would be 15,000 dirhams. It doesn't seem reg- a lot, though, if you're actually really protecting your assets and your protection. It doesn't well, seem that much, really. No, and, and what I would say is that um, the fee is actually nominal in my opinion, uh, compared Mm. to what you would pay Mm. if you did not have a will. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, to protect you and to have it all organised and sorted Mm. than going through probate and disputes and things later. Exactly, because in my experience of practising here in the UAE for more than a decade, the amount of cases that I've had to deal with where expats have passed away without a will, and the costs involved and the family disputes uh, and then the stress and the trauma. Mm. Um, I, I think uh, the, the cost of preparing a, mm. a will or a DIFC will is very nominal compared mm. to that. You can't put sometimes a cost on peace of mind no. Though, if, if, no, if you've got your assets in Dubai. So if we look at international assets, so say for myself, say I was in Dubai and I had property here, but I also owned property Elsewhere mm. would I be able to cover that in a, in a will or a DIFC will here in my personal opinion? I would not structure all my assets in one global will okay. so if I look take myself as an example I have assets in London and I've got a property and a business accounts um, in, in Dubai I have a separate will mm-hmm. uh, in the UK and I have a separate will um, for my assets in the UAE uh, I would have a separate will in every jurisdiction, you have fixed real estate. Okay, yeah, just to cover exactly where where your assets are. So during the last two years with COVID, we always have to touch on this topic, has there been any impacts on registration of wills for expats during this last couple of years? Well, during COVID, I have to say, we had a massive spike um, in inquiries uh, for wills, and there was a huge demand. uh, And overnight, so many expats uh, wanted to get their wills drafted and prepared literally in a matter of hours or overnight. I recall working from home during that time, um, and I actually saw my husband and my daughter less (laughs) than me um, uh, working in the office because I was just trying to cope with the demand for wills. Expats, I have to say, suddenly realized that um, life is unpredictable. Mm. It's very fragile and uncertain, and they wanted to quickly get their affairs in order and seek protection for their family. So I have to say that since COVID, a lot of expats who are thinking of getting a will mm. are now actually getting round mm. it to preparing them the will. to do that. Yes. And then to actually yes. think, gosh, we need to. You know, as you say, things are unpredictable in life. Okay, that's interesting. Um, And do people have to be here in Dubai? Because I was thinking initially COVID, maybe some restrictions on that, traveling, but do they have to come to Dubai to register their will or can they do it from overseas? It's funny because during COVID, that's when the DIFC had introduced the virtual registration system, which is absolutely amazing. So um, since then, we have been helping expats that live abroad or international investors that are buying properties here or setting up companies here to register their wills um, and they don't have to come here. So we can actually take full instructions via Zoom or Teams online and we can draft and prepare their wills, liaise with them uh, virtually and even get their wills registered Registered virtually as Mm. well. So there's no need for them to come Mm. here. So There's no restrictions. It doesn't it's not difficult for them It's just that initial outlay of investing again exactly uh, to cover your your interests. So Mm. um, Can we discuss a little bit about the guardianship you mentioned it about the DIFC wills covering your assets and cover and guardianship? So what's the importance of covering that in the will? Okay. Okay, so I'm a mother of three children myself Um, And I love my children, I love my family, and one aspect uh, of the will which I think is very, very important to cover if you have children, the permanent guardians and the temporary guardians, because for me, children are the most valuable and greatest asset uh, anyone would have. So uh, I would cover both permanent and temporary guardians, and temporary guardians uh, is a clause that I'd have in the will to cover the eventuality should anything happen to both uh, uh, parents together. So that's very important. But most importantly, I'd want to specify in the will who I want as a a guardian because um, I would not want to trigger any automatic appointment under the law. So do the guardians that you appoint, do they have to live in Dubai? So uh, temporary guardians, it's highly recommended from a practical point of view that they live in um, uh, Dubai or the UAE, permanent guardians, they can live anywhere in the world. Okay, yeah. great. Yeah. Um, if you own property jointly with your partner, so a couple are married, um, do they both have to have wills? You did mention about a couple having a <coughs> will. So Isn't as UAE law applies to real estate um, uh, in this jurisdiction and to avoid any uh, fixed distribution of assets being triggered under the local law uh, I think it's very important for a couple to um, have mirror wills drafted mm. because in that will uh, they can specify that they want their share of that asset to go to the surviving spouse mm. so it's very important to have mirror wills like DIC mirror wills drafted um, another option would be that they can um, look at uh, gifting their share of the property to each other or to their children. And that attracts uh, a low transfer fee, which is very, very popular these days. So we've been very busy with um, gifting of assets uh, as well. That's something you can do during your lifetime. Uh, But there is an there is an eligibility criteria to uh, fulfill for that. Um, Another option would be to structure your assets under a foundation, such as a DFC Foundation, um, which is very, very popular as a wealth structuring um, solution and tool these days uh, to place your assets as well. I think there's a lot of layers and a lot of different situations, so if somebody, wants to actually go through things with you mm. on their own individual circumstances mm. um, that's an option they can get in touch with you yes um sure they can i mean it, what's important for us it, is that um it's not a one-size-fits-all solution mm. for every client that comes in everyone's circumstances family situation the dynamics of the relationships and the asset base is different Mm. so what we would create whether it's a will um, or another estate planning tool um, such as a foundation curated in a bespoke manner Mm. for each individual client. So have there any DIFC wills, you said your firm have registered Mm -hmm. a lot. Has there any actually been enforced? Has it gone through that process? Yes, we have hands-on experience of handling um, DIFC wills and the enforcement. We've had a number of expats that have passed away with that type of will. One of the cases, um, a very high net worth uh, individual passed away with a DIFC will. He had a large asset base um, in the UAE, ranging from multiple bank accounts, sole joint names, uh, properties in his sole and joint names. Um, and uh, shares in a business, free free zone and LLC, um, and uh, the will worked, the will was enforced, and the rightful beneficiaries, as per his will, uh, inherited the estate. Mm -hmm. So it was um, a straightforward um, process, um, which we dealt with uh, ease. Wow, okay, that's good to know. Um, And what are the options? We've talked a lot about, you said, non-Muslims doing Mm -hmm. DIFC. What are the options for Muslim expats? Okay, so for Muslim expats, um, they cannot do a DIC will okay. or Abu Dhabi will, unfortunately, because those two options are for non-Muslims. They could look at preparing or having a Sharia will drafted, but there are some limitations with that will. Uh, what is popular with Muslims is having a, a A gifting process uh, put in place where they can gift during their lifetime uh, their share of their property to um, their spouse or to their children and that attracts a low transfer fee so that's very popular another popular option these days is structuring their assets or Or consolidating their assets uh, under a foundation such as a DIFC foundation because it's a great legacy planning tool and it's available actually to both Muslim and non-Muslim expats they don't need to be living here Uh, they could be living abroad but if you've got uh, properties um, you've got uh, shares in a business and you want to uh, secure the future for your children and your spouse for future generational p- planning mm. um it's a great alternative wealth structuring t- tool that the yeah. foundation yeah, yeah, so that's exactly. both for both expats and, and muslims yes. okay that's yeah. a good option and the setup costs are very low uh, there's no no corporate corporate tax, the actual foundation process actually it avoids the local court process as well. Okay. Yeah. So it's another good great for legacy planning. Yeah. Okay, that's good to know. And with regards to wills, mm. can individuals draft their own or should we be <laughs> <laughs> Of course we're going to put CWS <laughs> legal consultancy. But is there an option of obviously of people just drafting their own mm. or is that <laughs> I don't believe yeah. at all in Homemade or do-it-yourself wills. Um, I've been practicing practicing in this field for many, many years and I've often seen um, clauses missing, mistakes in the wills, a beneficiary signing the will and I just would not go down that path. It's for, not worth it to it's get really things not wrong worth a piece and of paper. You know, I've had clients that we've prepared DIFC wills for, and their friends or family members have come in and have copied the will. But oh. what they don't realize is that this, the situation's different, mm-hmm. everyone's asset base is different, and you just can't do mm-hmm. that. It's you too big a <clears throat> decision, it's too big a thing to really on paper and protect not to use a a lawyer. Exactly and what I would say is that if you're looking at having a, a will prepared and drafted it's very important to instruct a lawyer that is well versed with the UAE law, knows what they're doing when it comes to Uh, drafting wills. The individual lawyer should be properly licensed and regulated by a proper law firm that's licensed by the Government of Dubai Legal Affairs Department. Mm. Uh, I myself, I am a DIFC Wills registered draftsman um, and I've been part of the DIFC Wills Working Panel um, and my firm has vast experience in drafting wills and administering estates. This process of drafting a will one really does need to do their homework and due diligence and invest in this process wisely. Mm -hmm. I'm sitting here now thinking, I think I'll have to give you a call and get my get my will sorted. I'm sure there's oh. lots of clients out there. I did it a long time ago, but nothing like what what's available now. So, yeah, I think that's going to be on my agenda. You've given us a lot to think about, and I'm sure a lot of the viewers to think about. So, yeah, I'm sure people will get in touch and have questions of their own. Thank um, you. And thank you very much. That was very informative. And thank, thank you for being part of our... Uh, podcast episode. (laughs) (laughs) I have one final note um, to say, which is that if COVID has taught me anything, it's that time does not come back. Mm. So if you have children and if you have family and you have assets here, I think uh, you have to stop procrastinating Mm, and start planning for the future Mm. uh, now. I think it's that whole saying of tomorrow never comes yes and it's we put off things and we put off we procrastinate and it's just get it done you don't know what's around the corner yeah and make life easier for your succession. That, that exactly. Left. Yeah. I always say it's never too early, but it's often too late. Yeah. 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 No, good, good, uh, good tip. Yes. And yes, as I say, hopefully everybody will be sitting <laughs> watching this going, let's get, yes. let's get sorted. Let's yes. get assets. No, I'll looked be happy after. to help. Our office line is 04-448-4284. Uh, okay. um, if you want to email me, I'm very happy to answer any questions. You can email me on info at TWSlegal.ae, and our website is www.twslegal.ae. So very happy to help um, answer any questions on wills, inheritance, family. Property Matters, matters property Matrimonial. Matters, matrimonial. Yeah. Very busy with matrimonial these days Oh gosh. as yeah. well. <laughs> um, uh, and we're offering a free consultation on wills and inheritance matters. Okay, that's great to know. And uh, yeah, thank you very much for offering our audience those <laughs> options. They'll, they'll keep you busy, <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> um, I'm overwhelmed at the moment. Yes, yes. you're just growing bigger. <laughs> exactly, <immediately more. laughs> Exactly. and now with the expansion in the DIFC, it's great. Yeah. And um, I'm just so happy that TW US can now provide um, the full A to Z of wealth planning um, and inheritance planning uh, solutions for our clients, um, right from wills to the DIFC um, Foundation. Mm, it's yeah. great. I think if somebody finds a company that they really establish, like yours, and, and, and you're looking after everybody's interest, yeah. they can do everything in the one yeah. one company. So, um, yeah, exciting times ahead. <laughs> and, um, I I just feel very proud yeah very very well done (laughs) congratulations and I'm very proud that you actually come to our episode (laughs) today (laughs) thank you for tuning in to today's episode of property talk from Louise's lounge I hope you've enjoyed the chat and as always if there's anything that you would like to hear about you have any suggestions or feedback please do get in touch and we hope you tune in again